Welcome back, Primetime Thoughts fans. We are back with episode 31 of the podcast. I am your host, Troy, and I'm here with my co-host, Ramon. Ramon, say hello. What up, what up? All right, so we're going to do a little bit of USA basketball talk and then mostly some football afterwards. So the first topic we've got is to discuss Team USA seven-place finish in the FIBA championship. And Ramon, you can get us started with their last loss. We'll discuss their last loss. Yeah, we've got Team USA basketball finishing in seventh place with a win, 87-74 to 74 over Poland. Donovan Mitchell, 16 points, 10 assists. Joe Harris, 14. They went six and they had a six and two record in China, which is not good enough. Chris Middleton, 13 points, six rebounds, six assists. Derek White, 12 points. Harrison Barnes, 10 points. Who shouldn't have made the roster? Along with Mason, <laughs> along with Mason Plumley. Some of the people that made the roster shouldn't have made it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Team USA basketball. I mean, obviously, it's not the Olympics, so you don't have to, like, press the panic button yet. But, I mean, these are all the same teams we're going to have to play at some point. So I would like to see them maybe improve the roster if possible before next year. Olympics is next year, right? 2020? Yes, Tokyo. Okay, yeah, you're, we're going to have to definitely make some improvements and uh hopefully coach popovich can get the guys in gear so we can win another gold medal definitely i would have even liked to see what's call it even though he probably wouldn't have done it like d'angelo russell on this team that would have been kind of nice all-star you know first time all-star going into the summer Playing for the team, that would have been kind of a dope trajectory for him of improving his game, in my opinion. That yeah. And in- Hold on. That and I'm interested because he's been working out in Puma gear lately, so I'm thinking he might be signing with Puma pretty soon. Yeah, I would definitely think a talent overhaul is definitely needed. I mean, no offense to like guys like Mason Plumley, but he ain't even in a real rotation in the NBA. You shouldn't be on Team USA. I understand why a lot of people don't want to participate now, but you got to yeah, be able to find an upgrade somewhere. Yeah, Mason Plumley. I think P.J. Tucker was on the team, but it's like, come on, Harrison Barnes. Like, come on, man. I like Devin Tucker's Booker. energy. Oh, yeah. But Devin Booker, y'all kind of got Devin Booker on the team. Devin I agree. Was say no. Bradley Bill was going to say no. Like, come on. I think Trey Young would have made it if he didn't mess up his eye. I think he would have made the team. But – yeah, definitely. I see a lot of people. Talk, I see a lot of players are all of a sudden coming out now, like, "Oh yeah, they want to play next year in the Olympics." Like Kimba, Steph. I think Draymond said he wants to play in it, but uh, 
I don't know. He would be an upgrade. Yeah, it'd be an upgrade. I don't know if he's going to make it, though, because at that forward spot, because it's a lot of forwards. Yeah. That could, uh, that we could easily use over Draymond Green. I would take him over Plumley. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, st- yeah, Mason Plumley. that was the, that was the one head scratcher. Even though most that people probably little, like, oh, that makes sense. Even though some people are like, oh, Brooke Lopez made it, but it's like at least he contributes. I think the last time Mason Plumley contributed was on the Uncle Drew movie. So, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, overall, though, terrible seventh place finish. Tokyo 2020. Hopefully, we get our shit together. And that's about it on that topic. All right, now let's get into some football. And I think we're going to start this one off with our top five teams in the NFL power rankings for week three. What you got, Ramon? Number five, I would go with the Dallas Cowboys, the cow shits, a.k.a. the mouses. Four, Shout out the mouse. Yeah, four, I would go with... Fourth, I would go with my favorite team in the NFL, the Chargers. Even though we lost the game. The Chargers fourth. Third would be, let me see. I would go at the Rams at three. At two, I would go with. It's got to be the Chiefs or the Patriots, right? Yeah. I'd go with the Chiefs at two and the Patriots at one. Okay. So I got All right. Patriots. My top five is. No, oh, no, go ahead. Patriots, Chiefs, Rams, Eagles, Cowboys. Wait, not Rams, but uh, Chargers, Eagles, Cowboys, I believe. All right, my top five is similar. My top three is the same as yours. I got the Patriots one. I got the Chiefs two. I got the Rams three. I'm going to go Cowboys four. And I'm going to go... I'm I'm, going to take a little leap right here. I think at this point in time, the fifth best team in the NFL as of right now is the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo? I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Buffalo. I know it's not a popular pick. Some say it maybe a little bit outlandish, but I do believe I think they have a really good chance to make the playoffs this year. And as of right now, they're 2-0. Played pretty good in the second half against the Jets, and that was that was the Jets. They still had Darnold. They still had all their starters down in the dumps, but I think they looked real good last week too. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with they're the, the only they're the only threat in that division. So 
Indeed, yeah. So the, the Jets and the Dolphins are going to be fighting for the number one pick. So, <sighs> definitely the Dolphins. Maybe not the Jets. Yeah, I was about to say there's another. The, I mean, the Giants and the Redskins. You know, throw them in there. Yeah, the Saints. <laughs> nah, we'll be all right. Yeah, Panthers but will also. Speaking on the Saints, this next topic we're going to discuss about the three major injuries to quarterbacks in the NFL. The Saints have lost Drew Brees for half the season with a torn UCL in his right thumb. He just had surgery today. And he's expected to. He did not because there's a chance he could be returning in six weeks. But it could be. I don't think he's going to take the full six, but yeah. I think it'll take four. And then Ben Roethlisberger is out for the season with a torn UCL in his right elbow. He needed surgery. I don't know if he got the operation yet, but he will not be returning for the rest of the season. And our latest injury we have found out today, Cam Newton could miss extended time after re-aggravating his right foot and his right shoulder. He has not practiced so far this week, and he is probably not going to play Sunday. I want to say they play the Bengals. No, we play the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, that's it. That's going to be a W. If Cam Newton's not. How there's going to be a W, that's a W. (laughs) Anyway, what are your thoughts on these injuries, Ramon? And what is the outlook on these teams, you think, for the rest of the year? The Steelers, they're 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 screwed because Baltimore is winning that division. Cleveland is pretty good, and who's the other team? The Bengals are probably in a better position than them with Andy Dalton at quarterback. So they're screwed. I mean, I think they should. I think they would be better off tanking and going after one of these top quarterbacks instead of trying to grab a Colin Kaepernick or a randomly like a trade for Tyrod Taylor or give Vic out of retirement. Like, they're not going anywhere on that end. The Saints, I think the Saints are – I think they'll be straight. I don't think Drew Brees is going to take the full six weeks. I think he'll miss at the most four games, and then he'll come back. But if he does miss the full six, I still think they should have a winning record. They play the Cardinals, the Bears, the Jaguars. The Bears and Jaguars literally have no offense. Correct. I think they got the Bucks. Yeah, we got Jameis Winston. We Jameis Winston is up and down. Seattle this week. Then we got Dallas. Dallas is a home game, though, so you never know. And then we got the Bucks, the Jaguars, the Bears, and somebody else. Bucks, Jaguars, Bears. Maybe Cardinals. Cardinals, That's it. Yeah. So that's realistic. Realistically, three and three out of that. But I think y'all go like four and two out of that. I think y'all probably drop the next two games. And when y'all beat the Bucks, Bears, Jags, and 
the Cardinals. All right. And what was the other team? Your Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. I think I think we can hold it down because with our schedule, I think we'll be okay with them hurt. I think he'll miss this week, but I think he'll be back like by next week. Just more Christian McCaffrey, you know. I think he could get us a win, a win or two. All right. I would like to see them in get in search of a backup, though, and probably do something with that line. Improve that line. But overall, I think we'll be straight because that division, nobody is really running away with that division. No, Tampa Bay's horrible. Atlanta's horrible. Saints don't have Drew Brees for a couple of games. Like I said, realistically, that the first team to like probably ten wins win the division. Maybe even uh, eight or nine. Maybe nine. Yeah. It's like if we can hold it down enough until Cam foot gets better, I feel think we can turn it around, sneak in as a wild card or something, and shock some people. Okay. All right. So here's my outlook: the Steelers, their season's over. For obvious reasons. Um, I do think Mason Rudolph is an adequate backup, and he may be able to run a lot of the similar things that Big Ben liked, to, the plays that Big Ben was successful with because he's similar in size and stature, and he's got the arm talent, and I feel like they can really scheme a similar offense. They don't really have to change their approach too much. Yeah, he's not Luke Falk. But I really don't like their defense. Their defense has looked pretty putrid through the first two weeks. Now we'll touch on the Minka Fitzpatrick trade later on. But I just don't see their defense getting to the level it needs to be to keep them above water to give them a shot at a wild card. I think their defense is really good. I think they may not be as bad as the first two games show. One of those, they lost to the Rams by three, and they lost to the Bucks, and they were a touchdown away from winning that game. But I do think Cam Newton maybe missing a couple games would be the best thing for the team because he needs to really get back to 100 percent to do the things that he did in order to keep them involved. So I think. They may suffer in the short term, but long term, I think it will be a And our next few games is the Cardinals, the Texans, and the Jaguars. That's at least two winnable games. Yeah, y'all definitely will Even without wins. But the Jaguars and Cardinals are winnable games, just off y'all's defense. Yeah. Yeah. Jags, Cards. I mean, uh, Cardinals, Texans, Jags, Bucks. 49ers, Titans, Packers, yeah. We should be able to hold it down. All right, the Saints. I think, even without Drew Brees, I think this is still an 11-win team. I think they're going to go 3-3 three and three over the next six. They'll be 4-4. Four and four. He'll return after the bye week. That's my prediction. And that game is against Atlanta on one game November, after that? November 10th, I want to say. They'll return for that game. I think the Saints will go seven and one in their last eight. 
schedule's pretty soft. It's not too bad. The, the four hardest games of the season were our four openers. First four weeks was our hardest game. So, I mean, I mean, honestly, games are never easy. But as far as talent-wise goes, the Saints will be the better team in the last eight games I think of the, the season. I think the Bucks games would be easy. One of those Falcons and Panthers games, depending on if Cam is the quarterback, right? I think those one of those would be tough for both. But I think with our defense, if we could play a little more clock control on offense, hit some easy, easy completions, dink and dunk down the field, run the ball, control the clock. I think our defense is actually really good. We pretty much shut the Rams down oh, yeah. for three quarters. And by the time we got to the fourth quarter, they just unloaded because our defense was literally on the field the whole game. We had like yeah, that defense. I, I I would still have that defense over the Panthers' defense. I think the Panthers had a second best defense in the division. But uh, Marshawn Lattimore got to get the shit together. Yeah, Lattimore got what he got abused in the fourth quarter. They they kept throwing at him. I think he gave up like three completions for like eighty yards and a touchdown in the fourth alone. So. That y'all gotta get Cam Jordan some help on that on that D line. The D line actually played well. Davenport had seven pressures. I think Cam Jordan had or Anyamata had six. I think like Cam Jordan Hendrickson had like four or five apiece. The whole D line was at least against the Rams. We have a formidable offensive line led by Andrew Whitworth, the crafty old veteran. Uh, but anyways, yeah. yeah. I think, at least as of right now, I think the Saints can still win 11 games. However, that opinion may change after Sunday. I need to see Bridgewater in a full game after a full week of preparation with the ones in the game plan designed around his skill set. You got to get some quarterback, uh, some play action, a lot of play action in there, and get him some running plays, hopefully, like he can run. Right. All right. Next topic, we are going to discuss the two cornerbacks that were involved in trade discussions over the past week. Now, the first guy, Minka Fitzpatrick, actually was traded. He was sent to Pittsburgh for their first-round pick. And I want to say Pittsburgh got a fourth and a sixth in the deal, and the Dolphins got a fifth and a seventh, so... The Steelers moved up around yeah. in each of the in the fourth and the sixth, but they gave away their one. So Minka Fitzpatrick now has, including this year, he has four years left on his deal. His fifth year option automatically kicks in because he was traded. But the Steelers don't have a first this year with no Big Ben. So what do you think, Ramon? You think this deal was good? Bad? And what is the outlook in the future for the Steelers? I mean, overall, it was a pretty solid deal, but it's for nothing in a way. Because you lose out on one of the top quarterbacks. Now you got a way to get one. And, I mean, for Fitzpatrick, I mean, for uh, Minka, I mean, it's it's an improvement team-wise. If that's saying anything, agreed. I guess the I guess the outlook for him is, oh, I'm on a way better team now. Instead of going 0 and 16 or 1 and 15, I'll go 
four and twelve. Yeah, I think the Steelers in the short term, I don't like this move because I feel like they're gonna have a top ten pick. But in the long term, if Big Ben comes back good, he'll be a, a tremendous boost to that secondary. You'll have Burns and Joe Hayden outside. You'll be able to uh, fit Minka Pitts, Fitzpatrick. Either you could put him in the slot, you could put him at strong safety, or you could put him at free safety. So overall, I think he fits well on that defense long term. I just think the short term cost may come back to bite them. Plus the downside, I got to go from living in Miami, minus the hurricanes, of course, for the most part here and there randomly, to Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh doesn't seem like the type of place I'd like to live, but I don't like cold weather. Shout out, shout out to our Pittsburgh viewers. If you got any distinct facts? I'd rather live in Miami. Shout out to y'all. Good luck on the rest of y'all season. We hope Big Ben comes back healthy next year. We hope the trade works out yeah. for you. Shout Rather out to Juju, Juju Smith. Oh, yeah, definitely shout out to Juju. I need you to step it up for my fantasy teams, though. All right. had a breakout year, and now this happens. It's like, oh, man. Now, here's the big one. Pro Bowl corner Jalen Ramsey requested a trade yesterday. Or actually, no, it was Monday. After the Jaguars' loss to the who did they play? Was the te- Texans? They yeah, they lost to the Texans, thirteen to twelve. And he requested a trade. Him and head coach Doug Marone got into a heated argument on the sidelines during that game, and obviously, it just it looks like it's not going to work out in there for Jacksonville. Uh, there was yeah. I actually. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. All right. There was a rumor that he is supposed to be traded by Friday. I think Rappaport came out with that. But we'll see. So, Ramon, you can put your input in whatever you're gonna say. But here's the question: uh, What teams do you think he would fit best on, and what type of compensation <laughs> do you think? Jaguars will get in return. Well, first off, I read originally they wanted a first-round pick. Uh-huh. Now they're saying they want two first-round picks. And I'm sorry, I'm not giving up two first-round picks for Dana Ramsey, even though he's the best corner in the league. I'm not giving up two first-round picks. Agreed. And I read the one reason that he got upset, which is rightfully so. I don't think he should have did it publicly. But he wants to travel with the number one receiver at all times and play man-to-man. And the Jaguars have been playing him in zone most of the time. Correct. That's exactly what I saw. So that is one reason. Yeah, that is one reason why he wants out. But I think they could get for sure a first and like maybe another top player. Personally, I would love to see him on the Chargers, him and Derwin James, FSU alumni playing back together. And he recently did a Instagram live, I think with Leonard Fournette this past summer. Well, this recent summer or whatever, and he said 
basically one way or another we're going to play play together again. So I think him on the Chargers for Casey Hayward in the first, I think that could get it done. Or Melvin Gordon. Maybe we can get a Melvin Gordon first round pick and maybe a Casey Hayward, even though it might be too much for a Leonard Fournette and Jalen Ramsey swap. Something along those lines. All right. I read the team, the three teams that are most interested in them is the Texans, the Eagles, and the Seahawks. Him on the Seahawks would be wow. All right. I personally think I think he's gonna go to the NFC and I think he's gonna go to the Eagles. Because the one thing on the Eagles roster right now that definitely needs an upgrade is a secondary. Outside of Malcolm Jenkins and Avante Maddox, they're pretty lackluster. Ronald Darby, who was supposed to be their star corner, has not come back to form after injury. And he just, I don't know, he gave up 208 yards and two touchdowns on Saturday or Sunday night football. So, I definitely. He's the number one, right? Yes, he is. I think the Eagles are going to trade. I think they're going to trade Ronald Darby, a first-round pick, and a fifth-round pick. That sounds way worse than that Chargers deal. I'm sorry. Even though I'm a Chargers fan, but still. I think they're going to give up two picks and a a replacement. And I think he's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle on Friday. I'd much rather have Casey Hayward at first. Casey Hayward at first than Melvin. Gordon for yeah. Leonard Fournette and Ramsey. But I, I think he somehow I think I think the Chargers break the mold and somehow get him. Get him in LA. If I had to pick a team in the AFC, I would definitely say it's the Chargers. And I think their offer would be something like a first round pick, Trevor Williams, and Justin Jackson. I think that would be their now, offer. If we somehow keep if we somehow keep Casey Hayward, oh my God. Him, Casey Hayward, Derwin James coming back, Adderley, oh my God. Desmond King. You're not gonna be able to throw him. Yeah, King. Unless you want to throw King in the trade. Oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. Melvin Gordon come back. And if there was a team to give up two first-round picks, it'll be the Raiders. I don't think they will, but there's my dark horse. My dark yeah. horse would be the Raiders because I know they have a couple extra firsts. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the Raiders after the whole Antonio Brown situation and all this. That's my that. only thing. They don't. They probably don't want to trade for a big ego again because of the situation with Brown. The AFC team I would go with, even though they're already the best team in the NFL, the Patriots. Okay. That's like a Patriot move. Yeah, him and Gilmore would just be hand them the Super Bowl now. Random. And let's move on. Randomly a Patriot move. The Chiefs the Chiefs are trying to like Tyree Matthew, Tyreek Hill, and I think others are trying to like lobby to get him to KC, but KC 
I heard they weren't. Since she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, I mean, still your top players are supposed to lobby for them. And then, hey, maybe they become interested. Correct. But I don't want to see that anyway. That'd be terrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Please don't. Don't say nah, Patriots or the Chiefs. NFC Dark Horses. Him with the Saints would be nasty. You know, give up probably Apple first and maybe another player or something to get him down in NOLA. Or him with the Panthers. Him and Dante Jackson. We'll send back Bradbury or first and something else. Yeah, I think that would work too. Yeah. Bradbury, I'm not, not that big a fan. If he was the number two, I would be, but he's our number one, so yeah. Okay. For this next topic, I'm going to go I'm going to pick one random game for this week. Not one random game. I'm going to pick what I believe is the biggest matchup of the week in the NFL. We're going to predict the game and we're going to say who we think is the X factor in the game and who could swing it one way or another. Okay. Alright, so let's see. Alright. In my opinion, the biggest game of the week is the Chiefs and the Ravens. I think this is going to be a fantastic shootout in the making. Oh, bro. Oh, wait, am I still in here? Yeah. Oh. All right, good. All right, the Chiefs are the home team. So, Ramon, who do you think is going to win? And who's going to be the X Factor? X Factor, Sammy Watkins. Okay. And the Chiefs win in a blazing shootout, 31-38. All right. I'm going to pick Sammy Chiefs. MVP. Sammy Watkins for MVP. Okay. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well, but yeah, I'm going to throw a, a wrench in there. I'm going to – everybody's predicting this game to be like 30-something, 30-something. I'm going to say the Chiefs win 21-17 to 17 in a close, more defensive type of game. And my X factor oh, will be Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark. I believe he's going to be the guy that's going to have to bring the heat and keep Lamar Jackson inside that pocket on the edge. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to – he's going to throw for about like 190, 200. He'll probably run for like another 50, 60 yards. He'll put two touchdowns on the board one way or the other. And I think Mahomes is going to go for like 270 and touchdowns. He'll probably throw an interception or two. But I think it's going to be a little more tight and defensive than people give it credit for. Because I believe Ravens have solid defense. And I believe the Charter Chiefs last week. 
My game of the week is the Sunday night All football right. matchup. The LA Rams traveling to Cleveland, Ohio. Going to go with the Browns. 28-24. X-Factor. All right, that's fair. That is very Ramsey. fair. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the uh, the Browns in a close game. I'm going to go 23-20. to 20. And I'm going to say the X factor for the Browns will be, let's go, hmm. I'm going to go on the offensive side of the ball as well. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. I believe the Browns are going to get out fast, probably put some points on the board early, but I think Nick Chubb's going to have to pound the rock. Control that clock, keep the ball in the Browns' hands, and I think they'll be able to pull off the win. As far as I'll go with breakout man, fantasy player happy. of the week. Okay, breakout that's a good one. Player this week. I'm gonna go. I'll give you my breakout. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you my breakout. Breakout and disappointment. For a breakout, I'm gonna go with Teddy Bridgewater. I think most people got him predicted to get about 14 points or so. I think he can hit 20. I think he'll throw two touchdown passes, throw for a little over 200 yards, and he might do a little bit on the ground as well. So I think I think Teddy Bridgewater is a fair breakout. Uh, as far as my disappointment, I'm going to go with B.J. Chark of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're uh, high double digits the first two weeks of the season, but I think a short, uh, short week tomorrow against the Titans. I think uh, passing game will be pretty limited because they don't have a lot of preparation with their rookie quarterback Arden Minshew. And I think DJ Chark is going to have a drop off. I think he'll he'll probably get between like seven and ten, which would be a disappointment because I think he's averaging like twenty one over the first two. She got thrown. As far as the breakout player, I'm going to go with Jameis Winston up against the New York Giants non-defensive players. I think he has a maybe mid-20s, maybe high Yeah, Mike Evans game. Good one right there. Mike Evans should definitely finally have a breakout game. And this – and disappointment, I'm going to go out of the norm because he is my kicker that got me. He was projected 9.91 fantasy points the Thursday night game against Texas. Joey Sly, okay. 20 points. I do not see him getting 20 points again. Yeah, Joey Sly. I think the top defense, one of the top defenses. Cowboys, the they play the, the Dolphins this week. That should be a, a double-digit game for sure. 
Yeah, I can see them. I think Mariota does right. better than the Cincinnati. Let's add on to the fantasy football. What's your three must starts for the week oh. and your three sit em downs for the week? Okay. Well, definitely one must start. Dalvin Cook. I think he leads the league in rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken. Has been amazing. He might. Dak Prescott against the Dolphins. All right. Who you said? Daniel Jones against the Colts. Sitting. Let me see. Let's see who we got here. I would sit Juju Smith this week. I think Richard Sherman and then Bill. It's a quarterback situation. I think I don't see him getting 16 fantasy points. So Juju. Um, Matt. Stafford and Juju Matt Stafford and All right. I'm gonna go with Chris Godwin for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Still think they'll have it. I still think All right, my must starts are gonna be Start Tom Brady against the Jets. Start. We'll go Devin Smith against the Dolphins. Michael Gallup will be out for the next four weeks. Start Devin Smith if you have him. Um, And I'm going to go with... Devin Smith. Does anybody have Devin Smith? Let's see. I'm trying not to give the exact same three you did. Otherwise, Dalvin Cook would have definitely been on there. Um, let's go with the receiver. Yeah. Devin Smith is available. Cooper Cup against the Browns. You must start Cooper Cup. Obviously, not many people are really ever going to bench Cooper Cup. But if you're one of those guys that so happens to have to pick between, say, like Cup and Woods or Cup and Cooks because you have two of the Rams receivers, pick Cup. As for my must-its, I'm going to go with Devontae Freeman against the Colts. I think Devontae Freeman has started off really rough, and I think the Colts' improved defense is going to keep him under 100 yards. And I'm not sure if he's going to get in the end zone. So sit him. Uh, let's see. Leonard Fournette, sit him down against the Titans. Short week. Um, 
I don't really like their way their offensive line's playing. I don't like the fact that they have a rookie, inexperienced quarterback in the game, and the Titans have one of the better defenses in the league. Do not start any Jaguars against the Titans. And last but not least, I'm going to go... Do not start any Eagles running backs or any player, period, from the Miami Dolphins for the rest of the season until further notice. Do not start Jordan Howard, Corey Clement, (laughs) Sproles, or Miles Sanders. And and if you have anybody on the Dolphins, you might as well drop them. Those are my – oh, go ahead. Okay, so quick, quick, quick fantasy, fantasy, whatchamacallit, Tyrell Williams uh, or Devin Smith? Tyrell Williams is playing the Vikings, Smith. which means he's probably going to see Xavier Rhodes. I would start Devin Smith. All right, I think I'll have to go over that now. Hey, man, he, he's either going to get two Maybe points or 20 points. Me over now. You just but, never yeah. really know. The only downside to Devin Smith I see this week is that the Cowboys could My be up 24 to nothing in the second Tyrell, quarter, and they may Tyrell just run the ball the rest of the game. So if you do start Devin Smith, he's going to need to do damage early. But the Dolphins do not have a number two corner. And I'm pretty sure Xavier Howard's going to be on Cooper, wherever Cooper lines up. Right. So Devin Smith has a very favorable matchup, at least for the first half. After that, you don't really know. Tyrell Williams, I don't really like him against Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is very physical. Tyrell Williams, right. while very big, is not the most physical receiver. He's more of a deep threat, kind of like a Robbie Anderson. He just so happens to also be 6'4", but that's mine. You got any more? Okay, I think. No, that was was about it. I think I wrote with Devin Smith. Oh, who's your early MVP currently? Okay, obviously I'm going to go with... Patrick Mahomes like his main MVP I mean, candidate, like a dark horse. Why not? My dark horse MVP candidate as of right now would have to be Russell Wilson. Yeah, same. Patrick Mahomes. I feel like he's playing really, really elite football right now. Russell. He's making the right reads. He's very smart. Gets the ball where it needs to be. And uh, Seattle looks really good. Um, I think they may even be better than the Rams. My dark horse out of left okay, field, that's I'm going to actually go with Dak Prescott. At this point, I'm not sure you can call him a dark horse. However, the name value just isn't there as far as superstars, so that's fair. Another guy you could throw in the discussion. If the Ravens win this week, Lamar Jackson shoots to the top. And then, per usual, you can't forget Tom Brady. You yeah. can't forget Tom Brady. Yeah. 
true. The one person you can remove from MVP discussion for obvious reasons is Drew Brees. I would say he would probably have been in the top three had he not gotten injured. But now he's going to miss. He already missed pretty much one whole game, and he's going to miss at least at least five more. He could miss as many as six or seven. It just all depends how he heals. He could only miss four more, but we'll see. All right, I'll, I'll throw one more in there. Top two yeah. MVP candidates that. that aren't a quarterback. Um, gonna go with okay. Number two, I would go with Julio Jones. All right. And number one, I would. Go I'm gonna with agree Dalvin with you on the Cook. Dalvin Cook one, but if I had to pick a receiver right now, I'd probably go DeAndre Hopkins. I think I like his schedule a little bit easier, and I also prefer. Deshaun Watson over Matt Ryan. I feel like the AFC South has a has a little bit weaker set of corners because you got Jalen Ramsey's fixing to go out the window, right? And the Titans don't really have they have a good defense, but their corners aren't great. And then yep. the uh, Jaguars, Titans, Colts, Colts, they just lost uh, their number one corner. What's his name? I forgot his name. Pretty good corner. Uh, he's out for like I think six weeks or something. I just forgot the guy's name. I know the college he went to. He went to Lindenwood. He was a uh, yeah. he was a a hidden gem a couple of years ago. That's it. That's him. Yep. He's developing. Pierre Desir. No. Really. Yeah. Sad that I know He's that, developed into a, a very under-the-radar lockdown corner, look and they're going to miss him for six weeks or however long he's out. All right, let's piggyback off of that for one more. Defensive player that could win the MVP award this year is... Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. The Aaron only other player I can see having just an unbelievable season on the defensive side of the ball would probably be Bobby Wagner. Fair, fair. Dark course to Davion. All right. You got any uh, extra free talk topic you want to discuss? Shout out to Brock Lesnar. Challenging Kofi Kingston. You did a good job. For the belt. This won't be your last Sadly, title run. Yeah. You've been you've been real stout. But also, also AEW ran a commercial during SmackDown. That's genius. Live. I don't know how that they get around that, but yeah. I bet you Vince McMahon didn't like that too much. Yeah. All 
Probably not, but knowing him, he probably gets that. Even though the competition, you know, Vince not, McMahon's looking to buy the AEW out at some point, so we'll even see. Though it's a whole other company. That's what he does with every every other wrestling organization. Yeah, hopefully not though. Let him. Hopefully not though. Let him rock, man. And shout out to NXT on USA Network for the next two weeks and hours. Yeah, it's about time to get NXT on actual television so people can watch it. Until... I feel like the hardest way to to build a brand is to force people to pay for a monthly subscription in order to consume the brand. But then again, you think about it, it's like, well, you're only paying 10 bucks a month for the pay-per-view, basically, so it's worth it. But then again, some people just don't watch the pay-per-view, period, or they illegally watch it. Like myself. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so I think it's a good move by the WWE. It's smart. Before, you, know? you know, continue to push your brand out. Um, also, shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin for completing his first season of Straight Up Steve Austin. Consists of seven episodes on the USA Network. You can watch that on the USA Network website. If you did not catch them live, I watched the first five, but I need to watch the last two. Uh, yeah, so it's a 30-minute program. Is, is the show it pretty much consists of a live-action talk show. So it's kind of like a podcast, except in real life. So basically, Stone Cold will bring a guest on. I'll, I'll tell you some of the guests. So, uh, the last person he got was Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, former NASCAR driver. Uh, he had one with uh, some country singer. Oh, now watching that episode. He's um, Jeff Gordon. Fan. Jeff Gordon all the way. Yeah, Becky Lynch was on one. Sal Volcano off the uh, Practical Lynch. Jokers. He was yeah, on. Jeff Gordon. Becky and... Um, um, yeah, a boy from Impractical Joker. Rob Riggle was the yeah, first guest, and my, and my favorite episode of The Bunch was Baker Mayfield. I thought that was a really good one. But yeah, so basically he'll get together, they'll they'll talk about different stuff, they'll go, he always takes them somewhere to eat or brings food to them in one way or another, so they eat food, they'll do like one or two activities, and then... Of course, everybody gets to taste his beer, and yeah, yeah, they'll just they'll just talk. Stone Cold, you didn't know he had a beer? Broken Skull IPA. I have not because they only sell it in California at the El Segundo Brewery. Have you tried? And in the local areas, at I'm guessing certain liquor stores. However, you can buy it online. It comes in a twenty. I want to say it's a twenty-three ounce bottle, and it costs ten bucks. No, so it's quite expensive. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to broker, broker a deal and send you a, a parting gift. Doing such <laughs> great on the podcast. Get a stone cold beer. Get you to review it. Hey, I'll do a stone cold beer review. <laughs> Put it on Twitter, like this shit. But is yeah, amazing. shout out to Stone Cold. Your TV show's really good. 
uh, it's only a seven-episode season, but I think it's going to be one of those things where he might get two seasons a, a year, so we might in a couple months. Season two, bam. Yeah. I mean. And um, up in episodes are like 10 or 12. Yeah, I think 10 episodes would be good. Let me see what the IMDb reviews are. A couple more wrestlers. On okay. There. The show got a 7.8 out of 10, which is a pretty high rating, so I'm not the only one who likes it. That's good to know. Uh, but, yeah, I highly recommend a, that show. Get a couple WWE guys. Maybe throw in a AEW, you know, a Chris Jericho on the episode. I, I'd love that. Cross-promotion. I know him and Booker T are really good uh, friends. That would be a good episode. They could reminisce on the time where yeah. they went to the Green Frog grocery store and and I think California, and they tore it up. I can definitely see them doing him and him and Cody Rhodes, you know, talking about his pastime, and then AEW, that'd be kind of lit. I know yeah. Stone Cold's also real good fans, with, or fans, real good friends with Brock Lesnar. That'd be an interesting episode. Triple H would Brock, be a great yeah. episode. Him and Drew hey. Brees would be pretty good. I think he... I think him and Cam would be an interesting episode, too. I don't know how that would come apart, I mean, about, but him and Cam, I think that episode I know would be Stone Cold said he was a really, talk. really big fan of Saquon Barkley, so I'd, I'd watch that, too. Uh, yeah. Stone Cold just roasting the mind, but like, what the hell are you wearing, man? He also goes on ESPN off the lot, Cam. like, first taking stuff. I think him, an episode with maybe Stephen A. Smith. That that would be great. Him and Stephen A. Him and Shannon Sharp or Skip would be hilarious. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways you can really go with this show because Stone Cold, as far as star power amongst humans, specifically one that's public figure in the WWE, everybody on the planet knows who Stone Cold Steve Austin is, so he can pretty much bring in whoever he wants, and it's going to be a home run. I mean, if you want to go back to the actor's route, you could throw in a Will Smith, a Vin Diesel. I mean, obviously, The Rock. The Rock would probably be, like, the one that she can't miss. That would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Him and Kevin Hart would be interesting. Him and, like... Randomly, him and Dave Chappelle or some shit like that would be kind of interesting too. I'd be down for that. Yeah, I think a lot can't forget days. the basketball players. I know him you mentioned uh, LeBron. LeBron, yeah, LeBron. Him and Wade. Um, Wouldn't mind seeing like a, I don't know, a Russell Westbrook seems like the outdoorsman type of guy. Go out and do some crazy shit. James Harden, him and Harden. Uh, Steven Adams. I feel like he's crazy. Um, yeah, him and Harden, Steven Adams, Paul George is a fisherman. So. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, even though he's a wrestler, RVD and Stone Cold, that'd be a good one. Randy Moss is also a really big fisherman. I think him and Stone Cold could, could, could do some crazy shit. As far as like Pelicans, Lonzo. I don't know if Lonzo. If if there's somebody on the Pelicans that's the outdoorsy type that'll do some crazy shit, I feel like it'd be Josh Hart. 
Yeah. But I figure I think like him and Zion would be cool. Be That'd be episode. cool. But I just hope they they do. For, actually, for a I take two. I take back the Lonzo. I mean, I would just say fuck it and hit and Levar hit Ball would and be Levar great. Together would be that would be great. Would, him and the Miz would be awesome. No pun intended. Because you got to remember, yeah. the main point of the show is to talk. So, you, so I think Levar Ball would definitely yeah. fit in the picture. Because that some bitch likes to talk. Him and Shaq. Him and, and Shaq. Shaq would be great. Can you imagine Shaq trying to get yeah. into like a Jeep or something? <laughs> exactly. Go do some like, I don't know. Some... Him and Shaq. Him and Shaq. Him and him and Shaq yeah, and or like getting Shaq on, him, like Charlie, on a four-wheeler or whatever and going riding through the mud. That'd be a good one. Yeah, Charles Barkley, the, the inside, uh, the NBA crew pops up. That'd be lit. Kevin Garnett would be a good one. Yeah, Garnett, Chris Paul, I think could be a good one. Basically, from what I've seen in season mm-hmm. one, they had a football player. They had actors. They had another wrestler. Um, they had a NASCAR driver, a singer. They they kind of tried to branch Four, out and get at least like somebody from. Let's get you know a baseball player and a basketball player next time, or let's get a rapper, or a rock music singer, or somebody that plays the guitar, or something like that, and. Let's get another wrestler, but this time instead of getting like a female, because we already got a female, let's get a male. So then you'd think maybe Kofi Kingston I mean, or Roman Reigns. Yeah, definitely one of them. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, a random, even though he's no longer the coach there, him and Jason Brown. From last chance, you would be interested. Yeah, I think. Speaking of that, I'm on like episode I think five. Damn, you haven't finished that yet. So far, no, I've been prolonging it for the most part. The season wasn't so as far. bad as a lot of people gave it credit for. Granted, obviously you're in, you're in episode five, so you realize how garbage they are already. But I don't know. I just feel bad yeah. for my guy Bobby Bruce, man. I hope he can. Shake back and do something positive. Favorite character from the season is KD. He is hilarious. KD and probably Marcus King. Who's the dude on the D line? Their D N. Is that him? KD. Yeah, that, that's my guy. Then. Yeah, Kevin yep, Davis, him. Or whatever yeah. they call him, KD. But like I said, King. Yeah, uh, Marcus King. Oh, Marquise King is a nut. That dude is. All these that injuries. dude is crazy. I don't know if you, yeah, you see the episode I'm where he got that. a concussion. He's like, damn, son, I ain't gonna lie. I'm dizzy as fuck. I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna kill yourself. Yeah, and then he was, and then he was basically like, oh yeah, I think I got two concussions that episode. I mean, that game. I'm like, Bruh. but you're going back in the game. Why? Talking about he got broken bones in his ankle. He broke his wrist. Didn't tell nobody. Like, bro, you tripping? The person I think the person that clearly got a raw deal is Malik Henry. As bad as that sounds, from what he did last year. I think he plays for Nevada right now. I don't know if he made the team, but I know he walked on at Nevada. He's the backup. 
He's the bad thing. Hey, I mean, at least he got a yeah. gig. If somebody gets something happens, he can get in, maybe show something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I still think he has a talent, definitely. He's got attitude issues. I mean, he, That's his he only problem. He got Florida's. Yeah, he would. He, Florida State had him for a reason, you know. Florida State's just not giving, you know, for the most Scrub part. Scrub motherfuckers. Away cash as scholarships for quarterbacks. Now they usually get to the league and don't do shit. But James I mean, Winston. for the most part, high school wise, they're not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cameron Ponder, Christian Ponder, the, whatever the guy's name used to play for the Vikings. That dude was awful. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, Christian Ponder. They're mostly like defense. People, Florida State, and I have to check. I want to check out uh QB one, Spencer Rattler. Okay, that's gonna be pretty nasty for Oklahoma. Whenever after this year, he'll Hurts, be like a Jaylen third, Hurts fourth round pick, maybe there. even a second. Yeah, and I I'm sorry, but I, he's not my Heisman front runner. Joe Burrow is Joe definitely picking up some steam. I think right now the top two you have to say is Tua and Joe Burrow. LSU looks yeah, I would strong. Go with Joe Burrow played better competition and all right. Yeah. Now go ahead. And it's not it's not his production is not expected compared to like Tua's like what Tua's output is or like Jalen Hurts. They're expected to do that. You're not expecting Joe Barrow to be throwing like four touchdowns, five okay. touchdowns. Three touchdowns. All right, so let me throw like in that. one more, one more little uh, football topic to end this one off. Right, who is your current top four teams in the NCAA as far as the playoff mm-hmm. system goes? Right now, not how you think they're going to finish, but how like everybody looks right now. Who do you think would match up against who in the top four? I'd go Clemson, LSU, Alabama. I agree. I got the exact same top four. Georgia. It's weird to have three SEC teams at the in right now, but being as they're all undefeated, Ohio State fifth. You have to keep them there. I go Ohio State at five, though. Justin Fields, man, that boy. Yeah, I'd probably have Oklahoma and Ohio State as my my first two out. One of those SC teams is going to drop out. And I think think three other teams that really have the chance to move in is obviously uh, Ohio State and Oklahoma. But my third dark horse, I wouldn't even call them a dark horse at this point, but Utah looks looks like a serious team. They could easily run the Pac-12, go undefeated, and be the three or four seed. I think – I think Lee Corso was the only person that picked Utah in there. They look Utah. good. He's like, I don't know about and that. And they play real defense. That's why I think they're going to win the Pac-12. I think they'll be their defense will outlast a team like Oregon, uh, Cal, Washington State. I probably go. I probably go Arizona, Arizona or Washington. Yeah. Washington really got screwed because they had that game against Cal that was delayed for like three hours and then started to like one in the morning. They really got a broad deal on that one. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. That game ended at like four o'clock in the morning and they lost. 
I think they lost oh, by wow. a point. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, they had a lightning delay or something. Held it off for a couple hours. That's the only thing about scheduling the game that late. I think it was scheduled for like 8 o'clock their time, which is like nine or so our time. But then when you have a three-hour delay on it, they're really not starting till like eleven or so their time, and the game ends probably two, three in the morning. By that time, everybody's like literally tired because they've been up all day. So that's unfortunate, but <clears throat> yeah. At that point, I'd be like, bro. Yeah, they could have just. I think their NCAA rule is they have to start before three in the morning. The, as long as they start before three the o'clock in the morning, game. they they got to play. Dude, that game was on TV. I think it was on like uh, like oh man, Fox Sports One. And that I, I ain't gonna lie to you, that game was in Washington. I, I want to say it was in Washington. That that some bitch was packed. Even at 2 o'clock in the morning, everybody was there. It's all 50, 60, 70, however many thousand people fit in that stadium. Every single person was there. I'm not going to lie. Depending, I probably would have left, but depending, that's because of the matchup. Like, if it was like. Hey, Cal's in the top 25 now, so I guess it was decent enough. That'd be dope. That'd be kind of dope, though, to go to like a basketball game, like the one that uh that I think it was it wasn't Syracuse. I think it was Syracuse and UConn. Or yeah, Syracuse, one of them two teams where they had like the six overtimes. Like that would be fire to go to. I'm like, man, I got my money's worth and more. I think that would be kind of dope. No, I'm all out of I'm out. I got everything out. Like I I said, QB1. Shout out to all the TV shows coming out in next month. We got season two of All American on the CW Network. Really good show about a young black man in, I'm like 99% sure it's, no, it's definitely in California. Uh, Something like that. He moves to Crenshaw. Crenshaw, that's where he's from. And he ends up moving to Beverly Hills or whatever. Something like that. That's a really good show if you've never watched it. Gonna also, I have not. um, Riverdale is another great one that returns also in October. um, I want to say All American comes out on the 9th and Riverdale starts on like the 11th. One's on a Monday, one's on a Wednesday, something like that. But really good. I would love, I would love for. Well, it doesn't have to necessarily be on NBC. I would love for them to get some more actors. Even though basically, I'm guessing it's just like kind of like All American in a way. Okay. But another a Friday Night Lights reboot somehow. Also, shout out to the Rock. Uh, The fifth and final season of his outstanding show, Ballers. Kicked off a few weeks ago. Unfortunately, it's the last season, which is very sad because that was a really good show. And I'm not sure why it's going to be the last season. Maybe because he's taking on too many other projects coming up. Like, I don't know, other movies. But. Probably. 
Yeah, that and then he'll probably have that, a spinoff within a spinoff. Right, 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 right. Like how Power have you ever seen Ballers? is going to have their spinoffs. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that show's a must-watch. I think I've seen like the first couple seasons. Remember Steven... Steve, I think my favorite episode was when Steven Jackson was up there, and I think Deshaun Jackson and like a couple other people were in that in the scene. He was like, "Yeah, I just yeah, bought it's an great elephant. show, like an elephant." He's like, "Yeah, a real one." But other than that, y'all can follow me on Twitter, Nolatroy five hundred four. I might change my Twitter at to match all the rest of my social media, but I have not decided yet. But until then, or until then, it's still Nolatroy five hundred four. Follow me on Twitch. At 504 Boy Troy. Same as my YouTube. Uh, haven't been streaming he might even, a ton, but I've been playing a little bit of Borderlands 3 lately. And of course, Madden. I'm always going to have the Madden streams. I stream a couple times a week. So y'all check me out we'll on there. Madden stream later. Uh, y'all can follow all of Zach's social medias at Zachariah Scott 3. I think that's Instagram, Twitter. Twitch. Yeah. And I think he has... I think he'll get his... I don't know when, but at some point he'll get his phone on Sundays. He's got, I think, about seven weeks left of basic training, and then y'all finally get to hear from him. But... Yeah. Then Then he could finally... Either complain or be surprised. Like, oh, y'all get this many episodes. I'm yeah, shout out to Zach holding yeah, it down at least one episode a week. This is our second episode, our second week, second episode. Uh, well, yeah, we're gonna try to hit these midweek episodes for football season. So we'll talk mostly yeah. NFL. We'll throw a little bit of college in there. Yeah, we- basketball's coming up. We're gonna throw basketball in there. We got the MLB playoffs gonna be starting soon, so we can throw that in there. And UFC, of course, will always be involved. And uh, and then, like, the wrestling, the movie talk, TV shows, we'll throw all that in the free talk as well. So you'll still get your dose of that. Just like we did tonight. Yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah. And then, even though I don't know about on Troy's end, we'll try to probably, you know, maybe... If we can get like a few topics or whatever, maybe get y'all some solo episodes, you know, where I get on here and get some topics or Troy. I'm down some to do solos, do but of course, I'll see if Ramon wants to jump in with me that first. Way, if, yeah, if we can work it out, we'll, we'll, we'll throw a second episode in a week. You know. And if it ain't a duo with us two, or maybe even a trio, we'll get throw Jared in there or something. Yeah. Or if uh, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if not, we can, you know, like you said, get all of us or two of us in, and then one of us can still turn around, like, maybe... A few I'm going to see if I can get Harley in next week, or maybe even Justin or both of them. Get, get Justin episodes. back on the podcast. See if we can get somebody else in as a special guest. That'd be cool. Okay. Then we can still hit y'all with the fantasy. We we'll probably can get y'all some fantasy help. You know, talk about the Madden League. You know, same old, same old stuff. Try to switch it up, get y'all more content. But y'all follow me on 
Twitter at It's Razor Ramon, Instagram, It's Razor Ramon, Twitch Ramon927, but I'm probably yeah, going to switch it over to It's Razor Ramon if I can. And probably my gamer tag. Yeah, and probably my gamer tag uh, if I could switch it to that. Probably try to get everything, like Troy said, maybe to one one name. And that's about it. So appreciate everybody that's going to be listening to this episode. Y'all share yep. episode with anybody you know. And as always, we will catch y'all next time. Primetime Podcast, episode 31. We are out. Peace. Yep. Primetime Thoughts.